Natasha. And I'm Phil. And we're so excited to have you here. So we have been going through uh, 10 points of uh, things that we think are helpful activities for couples to be able to connect more fully. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first two points, of course, were study the word and pray. And in this one, we're going to be talking about two more points, points three and four. We're just walking those through two by two, like Noah's Ark. And the next two points are? Um, reading and cooking together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, <laughs> to, to clarify, you know, obviously these may not necessarily be activities that you're super into. So you may be stretching yourself a little bit, but, uh, you know, we're often told, and we are believers, we're Christians. so. Um, Everything that we're going to share is going to be based on our worldview of you know, Jesus Christ as King, and He's coming back. So we live our lives uh, under that framework. But um, because of that, we believe that one of the purposes of marriage is to stretch and to grow you and to encourage you towards things that may not necessarily be things you would consider doing otherwise. Yeah, but you want to do it for your partner because mm-hmm. it's special and meaningful to them. Yeah, and sometimes... Uh, and I'm not suggesting that you guys don't read or you guys don't cook. you got to eat. And also, it's fun to stimulate the brain. But um, this could be applied to any activity, right, that we're going to talk about now or in the future. Mm-hmm. If yeah. it's not something that's for you or either of you, it may be a really cool idea to consider trying it because that's a really good way to make sure that... That you hate it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you haven't tried it yet, you don't know for sure. It's like... When our five-year-old tells us that he doesn't want to eat that, but I'm like, you haven't even tried it yet. Yeah. And then he tries and says, this is amazing. Or sometimes he tells us it's terrible. <laughs> or, well, yes, he does. Yeah, but uh, he's really funny because he, he goes, he, he, he always walks over the table and he goes, I'm a, I'm a visual reference. He takes his arms and he goes, this is gonna be yum. <laughs> it's so cute. It's adorable. Yeah. Um, so, um, reading together. So, this is books outside of reading the Bible together since we've already covered that one. And I feel like this is super, this is high on my list of things that I enjoy doing with Phil. Um, I guess that's why it came high on our list, like in the beginning of our list of hierarchies. Um, so currently, I mean, we've, I don't know, we've kind of read all kinds of different kinds of books together, but we're currently reading through um, fiction and nonfiction actually together. And anytime, like, there, he'll pull out a pamphlet sometimes and be like, let's read this pamphlet together. And we'll make it like two sentences. And then we're in a, the next deep conversation. It just stimulates. That's one of the things I love about reading with together is it stimulates so much new conversation and, and new ways to get to know each other and new things to talk about. And I don't know. It's hard to be bored when you're reading together. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, we won't even finish the pamphlet. <laughs> we'll just get so lost on all these different topics. <laughs> yeah, if you're in the place where you're like, what can I do to help my marriage regain that sort of, you know, friendship, you know, that craziness we had to, you know, we text each other or we call each other for hours and sometimes we just sat on the phone and we just, that was it. We, you know, we are just in each other's presence, you know, yeah. in an yeah. auditory way, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um. I suppose that would be romantic as long as somebody's not going on the other side of the phone. Um, anyways, but yeah, um, just for, for if you are in that place where you're like, I'm trying to find ways to rekindle, I'm assuming that you're both in the place where you're trying to do that. And maybe it is only one of you. You know, It's possible that you're coming to this channel looking for answers. Um, we're not claiming to have any. 
we're just sharing our thoughts. Um, but maybe it, this would be a really helpful one for you because it just stimulates conversation. Um, and if you are coming up against a wall, I'm just going to tangent for a second. Apparently we're doing a lot of those in this video. Um, just wonder for yourself if maybe there's something deeper that you've missed. You know, always always be considering, is there something that I missed with my partner? Like sometimes Natasha will just have the slightest off look, but she won't say anything. Um, and I have to I have to observe that and I have to see it and I have to seek after her and say, where are you right now? Um, you know, what what's going on? Um, so just want to say that that's a benefit that I think is, is very present in reading is if you are looking for a way to deepen that conversational, which I guess is just building off the point you were saying, yeah. but yeah. 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 I feel like I've, you know, my first marriage and I don't know, I guess I can't claim for you, but even sometimes in friendships, you start running out of things to talk about. Like I, you know, even if I did want to spend time with you and if I, and I, hopefully if you're in a relationship, you do want to spend time with your person. I understand, like we understand there are times where that's difficult, but assuming that you want to spend time with your person and you're like, you know, I just don't even know what to talk about. That's what I, one of the things I love about reading. You pull out a book, pull out a pamphlet, pull out a magazine, whatever, anything you're like, open it up and there's just always something fresh to talk about. Especially, I think that's more specific towards nonfiction. Um, with fiction, it's just more fun to like, dream. Yeah, be mesmerized together. Yeah. So, what we do? So every night, we we mentioned the last video that we posted on this topic. Excuse me. That we will always have a dedicated time where we read the Bible, and in that dedicated time, we follow it up with dedicated time to read a nonfiction book and a fiction book. Sometimes we don't have both of those. Sometimes it's just one. Yeah, there's flexibility there. Right. But um, the, we find that's helpful. Um, and, and the nonfiction, you know, you talk about it for a little while, and then you just kind of free your mind a little bit with, with the fiction. And it, mm -hmm. it's a great way to... Uh, Wrap up the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and specifically with nonfiction, sometimes we don't get very far, but we give ourselves grace. Because um, the point is not to finish. The point is to connect. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's an important, important thing to go into remembering. Yeah, and sometimes... Sometimes you won't even get to it for a couple of days because, you know, you're just so dead tired. You know, you do your, well, for us, we do the, the Bible study and then we're done. And sometimes we don't even really have the energy for a Bible study, so we just do a short psalm and then a prayer and then we're done. You know, um. One of the benefits to, we keep talking about trying to rearrange our lives a little bit, starting more in the morning. Sometimes we get it. Sometimes we do not. <laughs> Both of us are night owls. Yeah, and okay. and we've got you know a, five, a six month old, and just life is it's life right now. It's messy and it's not perfect. And you know we're working towards some different goals. But if you can relate to this, just comment below. Yeah. Are you somebody who struggles with those early mornings? Because by the time the day is done, you have what's called sleep procrastination. <laughs> You just do not want to sleep because you didn't get a chance to unwind to be yourself. So if that's you, comment below. We'd love to hear. And um, hopefully this is, you know, for some of you, this has been your experience where it's like, I have no time. Right? Yeah. We have to make time. Yeah. That's just the reality. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it may not really be possible for the season of life you're in. If it is possible, find a way to fight for it because time is the one commodity that you cannot get back. It's the one currency that you can never exchange. Yeah, I find that if you... This, I guess, this is a slightly different topic. But if you find something that is a priority and is something that you need, 
and you can never get to it, that probably means you need to lay something else down. There's this fun illustration that a college professor did one time where he had a like one of those big plastic tubs of see-through one, and he uh, put a bunch of golf balls or ping pong balls or something, something big and round, uh, took up a lot of space, and he, he asked his students, is it full? And they said, yes. And so then he poured in a bunch of gravel, you know, small rocks and pebbles and such, and he said, is it full now? And they said, yes. And then he poured in loose grains of sand and dirt and stuff like that, and he said, is it full now? And they said, yes. And then he poured in water, and he said, is it full? And they said, yes. And at that point, it really was full. And then he talked about how you want to prioritize, right? So sometimes, and we'll, we'll talk about this in future videos, I imagine, um, it's, it's good to just find a way to tear down. Um, there's oh, elimination diet um, for, for eating. You, you cut out everything but the most basic foods. When mm -hmm. you're trying to find where your allergies lie, if you have an allergy, if you're feeling like you might, just eliminate everything and then slowly introduce back in. That way you can reverse engineer what's the problem. In the same way, you can do that with your time. It may not be practical for where you are right now, but I'm saying if you have the opportunity, it might be worthwhile. Yeah. So kind of a little bit of an extra tidbit in the middle of our two topics. <laughs> but now you have even more. It's a bonus. That's, yeah, a bon that's your go. bonus. <laughs> so, but yeah, back to um, reading together. Did you have any other things to add to that? Should we go on to the next one? <clears throat> so the next one is cooking together. And um, to me, I feel like this is an opportunity to play in a way and also something creative. Um, and I'll be honest, there's occasional times where we try to get creative and it's not super great. <laughs> And there's times where it's amazing. <laughs> so, you know, like, because I don't know. I have I have a cousin <clears throat> that I love dearly. But she is that person who walks into the kitchen and she just has this magic. She just pulls stuff off of, uh, pulls things out of shelves, pulls things out of the fridge. The most random, just makes food out of whatever. And it's always amazing. <laughs> and I hate her a little bit because... I'm a little bit jealous, and I do not have that skill. So we get into the kitchen sometimes, and we go for it. And sometimes it is not great, but other times it's fantastic. So, yeah. I would add to what she's saying. I think that cooking together is a low-stakes way of building team communication. Yeah. Because you have to work together. Hey, hand me that measuring cup. Oh, hey, um, could you pour that much milk into this jar or this bowl uh hey can you whisk that 60 times um mm -hmm. uh you know whatever it is and that's you know that can be even just using a recipe if you want to really up the the, the game <coughs> working together to make something without a really clear recipe like you can kind of maybe springboard but if you do that that's when you really start getting into some extra finer points of team building because now we have to agree on what goes into the pot or bowl or pan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, my tea went down the wrong pipe. Um, builds teamwork. Uh, yeah. Gives us opportunity to play together. Um, yeah, creative outlet. And yeah. hopefully you've, at the end, created something that is sustaining and nourishing that you both can benefit from as well. Yeah, and, and we felt like reading and cooking went together because they're, they're two things that I think uh, they kind of have a similar energy to them. You know, it's kind of like the same level of intensity. You know, like reading and 
reading the word and praying has kind of this intensity level, and then the next, there's another intensity level for like reading together and cooking, or, or just reading books in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, one thing that we would probably talk about, no, we definitely will talk about in the future, is nutrition for families, right? Um, like super nutrition, because uh, we, we're Americans, obviously, we're here in Virginia. Um, so if you're watching from overseas, cool, great, we'd love to have you. Um, if you're in Europe, you probably won't understand what we're talking about, but sometimes it's hard to get quality ingredients here in America. So we feel like reading and cooking together uh, the topic of nutrition is something that's probably going to come up. And so in the future, we'd love to talk about that because we have lots of thoughts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But in the meantime, guys, uh, I think that just about covers it. If you're looking for two new activities to do with your partner, read books together, um, fiction and nonfiction, mm -hmm. uh, for fun and for discussion and to kind of in improve your, your communication with each other. Uh, cook together for team communication. Have fun, play, create some art. Um, in the meantime, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you guys next time.